Welcome to Inspiring Business with your host, Mark Bullock, who is the co-founder of Videosocials.net and of VideoInterviewPodcast.com. In every episode, Mark interviews business and organizational thought leaders who share their stories of how they inspire others by making a difference. You can find this show on Videosocials.net and YouTube, LinkedIn, Facebook, and almost any podcast platform of your choosing. Hello and welcome. I have a kind of a special guest for you guys today in uh, Rick Morgan, who's also been a guest on our show and a, a longtime uh, member of Video Socials. Uh, Rick happens to be a um, franchise consultant um, and he introduced me to AJ Sinai and, and AJ um, has an interesting background. After working in corporate settings at a myriad of international locations, experiencing different cultures, AJ became an entrepreneur in 2016 to help others live their best life possible, making each day count, creating a positive impact, designing solutions to challenges is what life is to AJ. He also hosts a radio show by the name of Business by the Bay to share wisdom of successful business leaders. Welcome, AJ. I look forward to our conversation. Good morning, Mark. I'm very happy to be here. Looking forward to the conversation. Terrific. And I, I think the best place to start, well, for, first of all, you own numerous uh, companies or have your hand in a number of, of different companies. And we're going to include links and whatnot uh, along with the podcast and whatever platform that, that people are following. But that's not really what you were focusing on here. You wanted to kind of focus on what you've learned and how you, that might share how you might share that with others, uh, which I really love that concept. But uh, can you tell us about your journey so far to where you are now and how that's happened? Absolutely, Mark. So I was an uh, engineer. Uh, I did my bachelor's in electronics engineering in India. And I came to U U.S. in 1997 to do my master's in telecommunications. And I completed my degree, uh, my master's in telecommunications in 1999. And uh, I'm still learning. That's how I, I want to put, uh, you know, I came to US to learn and I started my corporate journey in 1999, working for telecommunication companies. I was based initially in US and then moved to Stockholm, Sweden, where I spent eight years. Mm. So. And most of my corporate times have been working in the field of sales and marketing. Mm. So what I learned is that sales is not about selling your products and services. What provided success to me was educating the clients and helping them. Mm -hmm. So I started, you know, the way I see it, I came to US to learn and I'm still learning. And you mentioned about my uh, radio show, that is also all about learning, where not only I learn, but I also try to share the wisdom of business leaders with others in the community. So I bring, uh, just like you thought leaders, and um, ask them uh, their journey, their questions, their challenges that they are solving, and that allows all of us to you know, get inspiration and help um, by just connecting the dots sometimes, just seeing that, okay, hey, this worked for this business. I never thought about it. Mm -hmm. So essentially, in terms of my journey, I 
I did my corporate gig for 17 years. And in 2016, mm -hmm. I decided to start my own business. And then I fell in love with businesses because whenever I see a challenge, I see what can be a solution. Can we do something about it? And it's not about me. It's about like, you know, finding the solution. And at times the solution is best by consulting others, by collaborating with others, by uh, sort of doing joint ventures or, or coming up with a solution with a partner or bring a partner. All those things come into play. And that's what I just enjoy. Essentially, I'm a people person. Uh, when we were talking um, just before the show a little bit, you mentioned about your friend Miley. And uh, I uh, did one of the workshops recently with her. And uh, it's fascinating to see how people work and operate and uh, what uh, is their calling and what their personality type is. So I'm a nurturer. <laughs> um, in that sense, I, I love people and I, I just uh, want to help as many uh, people as I can. That's awesome. And I, 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 it's just, I'm, I, I shouldn't be amazed anymore. Um, the show attracts <laughs> like-minded people, you know, so, um, uh, you know, for me, a business, you know, business philosophy is, is not about uh, becoming a billionaire. Um, you know, it's not empire building. Uh, it's about helping others uh, doing well, um, doing well for others, right? Uh, and uh, providing some good in the world and, 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 and try, trying to, to, to make a difference. Um, I've mentioned before, my personal mission is, is I make a difference for those who make a difference in the world. So, um, uh, you know, there's a, there's a considerable alignment here, but I think one of the things that really... Um, and, and, and I'm going to ask you about some of the common challenges that, that you find the businesses face. But I put at the root of that, that we try to do it too much on our own um, and that we're we're, uh, you know, the entrepreneurial entrepreneurial spirit, especially in the U.S. is is I did it by myself. I'm you know, I'm fiercely independent and it's my ideas and it's my et cetera, et cetera. Um, once I kind of got past that for myself, life and business got a lot easier. I learned a lot more and I was able to help a lot more people because I engage with, as you say, I have a business partner, Vikram Rajan, who's who, uh, for Practice Marketing Incorporated. Um, our staff is our team and we are part of that team, right? So, um, and our, our client base um, to a large extent, especially with video socials is um a team of people it is it is a social environment in which we all learn and grow uh, video socials as an example and and i'll go ahead and and, and, and kind of get it out of the way because we're we're self-sponsored but video socials is an experiential learning environment in which we learn from each other and we grow together in creating marketing content in this medium called video um in a way that's unique and uh, distinctive and people feel supported and encouraged um, and, uh, and and get tips and ideas and suggestions and opportunities out of participating uh, in a group think, as it were, or a group um, experience of creating videos together rather than sitting talking to an inanimate object called a camera. Um, and from that, I would invite anybody uh, who's in business who wants to learn how to do that 
uh, to come as a guest. There's no cost. There's no obligation. You just go to videosocials.net, click the guest tab at the top of the screen. But back to what uh, what we're here today to discuss is is revolved around you know what business challenges are you seeing? I mean, you do consulting. You have a radio show. You have multiple companies that uh, that you have a hand in. You have partners. You have etc. But what are the challenges that you see most common? Yeah. So I will say this at times what happens when, uh, especially there are different phases. When a business is in the initial phase, the problem that business owners face is typically chicken and egg kind of a thing. Mm. They say, okay, I need to spend money to get this and I need resources to get this, but right now I don't have enough revenue, so I don't have that much money. And mm -hmm. all along, what they are thinking is all about, as you said in, you know, a few minutes back, they try to do everything on their own. So there are unlimited resources in this world. The question is, are we utilizing those resources? And we can utilize if we can partner, if we can come up with strategies to work with others. And what happens in the beginning, people try to say, okay, I need to do everything. And when they try to do everything, it becomes very, very overwhelming. And sometimes you try to do things that you are not good at because, hey, I, I don't have money to hire the best person. So let me do it by myself. And then if I'm not good at something, I will not be that successful. Uh, you mentioned about Rick. Rick is a good friend of mine and he introduced me to Payroll Vault franchise. And mm -hmm. I really liked it, but then I realized I'm not a good fit in the sense that I can do the sales, marketing, business development, but if I have to head operations, I am not that type of person. I know my strengths and weaknesses. Mm. So I parked that idea. And then my wife, who has an excellent background in operations, she is mm -hmm. like, she has certifications that are very relevant to compliance and audit. She has CIA certification, you know, certification mm -hmm. and in internal audit. And uh, she has been compliance officer, worked for various startups and big, large banks doing audit and control compliance. Uh, when I discussed with her at a later time and she was open to becoming my partner, then I realized it's a good fit. Hmm. So I, I analyzed a business opportunity. I kept it in my back pocket, didn't go for it because I realized I don't have the power right now to be successful. Once I got a partner who I knew will be a great fit, mm -hmm. it's a lot more easier because I don't have to focus on something that I'm not good at. And at the same time, I can I can I can do what I love to do. So, when we get into the business, we need to do analysis. What are our strengths, weaknesses? What kind of challenges would come? And we will not figure it out everything as a pre-study, but still, we need to have a fair idea. And then we need to surround ourselves with I, I say that smarter people. So I really mm -hmm. enjoy the company of like smarter people than, then, you know, I don't want to be in a room where I, I feel like, okay, no, I'm the, I'm the best person here in this room mm -hmm. because then, or the most knowledgeable in a particular. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's, 
it really makes a big difference. So I would say that one of the challenges that they have is like the chicken and egg. Um, and then once you overcome that, and you can overcome by, as I said, there are resources, get surrounded by smart people, even if you have to uh, focus on hiring, hi take some time, get the right person rather than, okay, mm -hmm. I'm in a rush, let me hire someone who's, uh, yeah, that person may or may not be able to do it, but let's try. Uh, right. That's like a recipe for disaster many times. You don't want to go by luck. So once you have that and once you're successful, then also it becomes a case of how do you grow? Then the second phase starts. And at that time, what worked in the beginning may not work uh, when, when you have reached <laughs> a certain stage. So at that time yeah. also, you know, hiring a right business coach, for example, or whatever you want to call it, like a mastermind group, all those kind of things can really make a difference. But uh, the key is, are you up for it? You enjoy it and be ready for the challenges. When when it comes to, right. uh, to a business world, there will be challenges. Right. And they, the good part is there are solutions if we are focused on solutions. Well, in, in, you know, my next question, which you've started to answer, and I think I know the rest of the answer, but, I, you know, it's... What is the what are the best ways to address these common challenges, right? And I know that it has something to do with engaging others, um, but what else is there? Yeah, I think the other thing is that we should be learning all the time. Hmm. If as a business owner, even if I'm successful, or whether I'm coming from a corporate side and I feel that oh, I have achieved success, and I know a lot and I can just now focus on my business, if that's the attitude I have, I will not be able to maximize my potential. That's the way I see things, which mm -hmm. means I should be learning continuously. So I'm, I'm a big fan of Jay Abraham. And mm -hmm. uh, I have seen, I've you know, to the listeners out there, if you haven't been, go online, look for Jay Abraham, and then you can read so much. He has so much content, like Fifty Shades of Jay. There's tons of wisdom out there. And one of the things that Jay did initially in his career was he started connecting the dots from different industries. So he was mm -hmm. not like just focusing on that, okay, if I'm working at a dentist office, this is how dentists operate, or this is how the CPAs work, or this is how the lawyers work. Mm -hmm. If we can take inspiration which, you know, Mark, kudos to you, you're, you're, you're doing a great job because you are providing this, I would say, education to people, people who mm -hmm. come and look at your podcast, they, they can learn so much. So we need to have that approach of learning and we can learn from others. And there are free resources out there and then there are paid resources. And I guess a combination of both, we should focus and we can learn. And if we have that approach, we'll always come up with solutions. And uh, as Jay has mentioned that, um, you know, the relational capital, if we can build, that goes a long way. Yeah. And when it comes to the, um, you know, humans, Tony Robbins say that we all have like, you know, six basic human needs. So we are very similar. And at the same time, we need to appreciate the subtle differences that we have or mm -hmm. difference of opinion and all 
But the thing is, if we are willing to help others, we will get help. So when it comes to the solution, I would say if we are willing to learn from others and ask, because if I try to sit in a room, and which is a good idea, by the way, I mean, I can, I should sit in my room by myself and try to see where I am, where I want to go, what kind of strategies I need to deploy. So it's, I should dedicate some time for myself. That's a very good idea. But if I try to solve everything on my own, then I will not come up with the best ideas all the time. So I need to tap on the resources that are available. So learning, I think, goes a long, long way. I'm a firm mm-hmm. believer of, you know, we need to get education. And that means we need to read. There are so much, there is so much material out there. And if we develop a habit of reading, that really helps. And how can we dedicate time? Because I can be busy and say that, okay, I'm too busy. There is a project going on and I have no time to read. If I have that approach, I will not be successful. So I also need to see, I need to plan my day. And because if I'm reactive, there will be 10 things coming to me and I will be just answering all those things. If I can sit either a night before or in the morning, whatever works for an individual and plan that day and say that, okay, hey, I have 10 things to do. Can I do all 10? No. Which are the top? I, I Can I just you know create a serial list of things that I need to do and then dedicate some time for those activities? So that those windows are there so that the most focused right. time. And if I go with that approach, it helps in business. It's like incredible how, how, how much we can achieve and solve our business challenges, even if we plan our day very well, rather than being reactive. And to make it even more effective, if we can have an accountability partner, say you and me are accountable partner. And if I call you or text you in the morning and say that, okay, hey, Mark, Today, I am planning to do all these things by evening. And then I tell you in the evening, the thing is, I, it's easy for me to lie to myself, but it's difficult for me to kind of disappoint others. So if I don't do those things, it will be very disappointing for me to say, Mark, sorry, I said that I'll do four, these four things and I could only do one today. So if I have an accountability partner and planning my day, be almost, it, it, it's magical. That's what I would say. It's, uh, well, I mean, you, you just touched on three or four, like, really core concepts. And so I literally, we could go on all day with, with just, just what you, what you just talked about, but a couple of things that, that come up for me and, and, um, I was a part of, uh, at one point, um, an accountability group. It's just a group of us got together and, and we met once a week and, and we, we called each other every day and uh, we, 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 we said what we were going to do and, uh, and then we reported back to each other what, we, what, we'd, actually, what we'd actually done. So um, incredibly valuable. Um, and to a, to a large extent, um, from that, I learned that in, in – our business practice marketing incorporated. We have phone blogger, we have video socials, we have uh, video interview podcast.com, but essentially all of our clients are creating their own content. They are the authors, mm-hmm. but our primary role is to be that gentle accountability partner uh, to make sure that it gets done. And um, 
video socials is an example of 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 a group of and i'm sorry i keep bringing it up but it's like we designed it mm-hmm. with all the with all of the, all of the concepts that 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 you're bringing it up um when you're doing something as a group when you're doing something as part of a team and that team is coming from different backgrounds different industries different right so we learn from each other as we're doing and giving each other feedback and and supporting each other um and just in just as they say the teacher learns as much as the student right so uh when we're sharing what we see our perspectives with somebody else to try to help them improve we're learning ourselves and i think if i wanted to bring it back to what you started with which is that we've all well the vast majority of our clients hold some level of of a higher a higher level of education at least a master's in almost all cases their phds jds etc mds um and um it, it's easy to fall into a trap where, you know, I know everything, right? Where I know enough and I can make it, you know, I can, I, I can, fudge, I can fudge the rest, right? Right. And so that's a, dis, that's a really a disempowering um, and, and limiting viewpoint. Um, and it's easy to, it's easy to fall into that trap and think that we've got to do it all and, and, and use the excuse, well, I can't afford, right? Right. Yeah. You know? And especially um, if we have been successful, then we can say, oh, yes. yeah, yeah, I have achieved success. Yes. I know how to do it. I can do it. Yes. We may, but can we maximize our potential? No. Yes. And is the market shifted or is the, or is the mindset shifted? I mean, we've, we've seen radical changes in, in globally, you know, the last several years with the pandemic. And, and you know, currently in the U.S., we have quite, quite the uh, um quite the political <laughs> turmoil that's, that's, that's happening. Yeah. Um, but, you know, economies and et cetera, et cetera. The thing is, is that what worked to get us to wherever we are may very well not be what's going to work to get us to the next level. Mm-hmm. Right. And, um, and so we, that, that develops our blind spots. How do we, how do we get past our blind spots? How do we get past our own reasons and um, excuses for why we don't do what we think we might need to do, et cetera, et cetera. And, and again, that comes back to accountability and accountability is always best served by others, right? And engage and, and engaging others. So um, willingness to learn and willingness to learn with others and through others and by others, right? So yeah. uh, is, is, is the main takeaway that, that, that I uh, came away from. So, what would you account for your key to success in obviously we've been, there's a there's a lot that we've talked about but is, is there anything different or is how is how is this all, all come home to roost for you if i look back one of the things i see is that i can look into where i was really successful in some of the things and where I could have done better. And there was one common thread that I realized in the beginning. That was when I go to a meeting with a mindset that, oh, this is a very important deal. I need to close it. I don't do it that well. That's what I I felt. And when I go into a meeting thinking, hey, I'm here to help these people, then I did really well. 
So I started implementing that. And mm-hmm. that's why I'm naturally now a nurturer because I try to go, even if there is a very tricky meeting, I know that this meeting could be a little tricky. When I'm in the parking lot, I'll just say, I'm really excited because I'm looking forward how to like, I'm looking forward to how I can be helping these people. Mm-hmm. What can I come up with? And at times it's, it doesn't mean that I'm the right fit. Mm-hmm. I may not have the best solution for them if they're asking for something which I don't have rather than replugging and trying to just sugarcoat things and then, okay, I can do it in three months, six months, whatever. Give me some time. I'll be able to do it. No, I say that right now, probably what I think you'll be better off working with this company or I I have a friend who can really solve this problem for you. So when I go with the mindset of helping others, Mm -hmm. it really comes back to me in more than one ways. Even if I have helped someone, that person may not be doing anything with me for a year, two years or whatever, but then one fine day, he or she would remember me for something that I did and will come back or will refer someone or something nice would happen out of it. So for me, the mantra has been, whoever I'm interacting with, what can I do for those people? I try. And I can give you a very basic example. Say I have a friend who is a real estate agent. And if I'm talking to the real estate agent and the real estate agent says, okay, I'm looking to sell and buy homes. Like, do you know someone? And I'm say I'm not selling or buying a house. And if all my friends, even if some of my friends are looking to buy or sell, they are not telling me immediately. At, by mm-hmm. the time they tell me that, okay, hey, I'm in the process of buying or selling, they may have already hired a real estate agent. So I yep. may not be able to help in, in a transaction, for, for, for example. But mm-hmm. if I ask my friend, okay, so how do you get your business? And I say, well, I work with a lot of, you know, uh, estate land lawyers. And then I say, oh, I know of know a few of those. Would you like an introduction? And if mm-hmm. I made an introduction, my real estate agent friend can get a lot of business. So it's not like what I can do directly or what I can do for you. It's all about, you know, listening to others, giving time and understanding what they want and, and asking questions, how can I help? So if I'm doing that, I'll be able to build more relationships. And when I do that, I gain a lot in return. So that's what I felt that um, when I've, I've been doing that all along and it has sold me really well. I, um, I love the concept. And, and for me, I kind of package that into having a mindset of being of service versus yeah. trying to get something. Exactly. Right? So it's, it's a, uh, Jeffrey Gittimer wrote a book uh, called Little Red Book of Selling, and um, he prefaces that with uh, people hate to be sold, but they love to buy. Yeah. You can further interpret that as to people don't like to be convinced of something or being or, or being led into uh, buying something. They they want solutions. Mm-hmm. And if they and you don't know whether or not you can provide a solution or what, even what that solution looks like. You have a service, you have a mm-hmm. law practice, you have a CPA practice, you have whatever it is that you're providing. Um, it may or may not be a good fit. Yeah. And until you can develop a relationship 
until you can be of the mindset of being of service. Well, how can I help this person? Maybe that's an introduction to someone else. Maybe that's a book that would be great to read. Maybe that's a uh, uh, an industry association or networking opportunity or whatever uh, to come up. But to look at it from a perspective of, frankly, more than anything else is um, maybe this is somebody that you could be friends with and maybe they'll do business with you. Maybe that's a good fit. Mm-hmm. Maybe not at this time, maybe something in the future. Maybe it's a better fit for some other person that you um, uh, may be able to introduce them to so that they gain value from the interaction Yeah. rather than the the very one-sided uh, you know perspective of i've got to close business right 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 and 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 um unless unless it's just really basic consumer products or something you, you, you know something like that um and 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 i've often said in in uh, I've, I've done many hundreds of videos um but uh talking about these things but uh one of one of the things that that comes about is is that um don't try to sell with your content, mm-hmm. right? You know, who wants to see an infomercial in their newsfeed, you know, on any of their social media platforms? Nobody, yeah. right? So yeah. be, in the, be in the practice of being of service, mm-hmm. giving information, knowledge, wisdom through whatever content that you're creating, through however you engage with people, who, however you're having a a consultative conversation with someone be there to help and if you're there to help and people recognize that you are there to help well then the barriers go down and the resistance goes down to even exploring whether or not there might be a fit in whatever it is that we provide versus what they may need so um nobody's going nobody's going to jump on the bandwagon for professional services as an example, or, or mm-hmm. uh, uh, a place for their elderly relative to, to, uh, to live. I, I know that's one of, one, one, one of your businesses. Um, but um, unless they know that you have their best interests at heart, and you can't do that without a conversation. You can't do that with, that, with coming into a conversation with the, what am I going to get out of this? Yeah. We need to become like trusted advisors. Yes. And uh, like Jay Abraham says a lot, I'm coming back to him again. He says that as a trusted advisor, it's, you know, our duty, our obligation to sort of help our clients what Mm -hmm. they need. And not like, you know, what we have. It's all Mm -hmm. about what we can do for them. And if we can be a trusted advisor and we can convince them by doing the right things that we are, you know, the best, we, we have the best interest of our clients, then yes. everything becomes easy. Yes. And, and that can come only by having that mindset that, okay, what do you need? How can I help you? Rather right. than coming, okay, this is what I have. How can I fit this product or this right. service? And also, I think when we are helping others, it's a great feeling. As humans, we love to, it, it's, it's a great satisfaction when we are of any value, we are able to do something for others. Absolutely. We just feel that, you know, the day well spent, we did something of, you know, value to others. And uh, that's a great way to live. 
Have you, have you heard the, the difference in the definition between a customer and a client? Uh, yes. I mean, essentially, uh, you know, if we have the mindset of customer, we are just trying to sell. <laughs> it's a transaction. Yes. Webster's actually defines it. A customer is somebody that you sell products and services to. A client is someone under your protection. Right. Absolutely. So, um, you know, I, I often say we don't have any customers. We yeah. we only have clients. Uh, so. Absolutely. Yeah. 100%. <laughs> AJ, um, really, we could go on all day, but I I, um, I truly have enjoyed our conversation. I hope that others have uh, uh, can enjoy it as well. Um, we'll make sure that we have a, a link for your uh, radio show. I'm sure that's available online. Um, and uh, and have that in in the uh, in the show notes for for this uh, for this podcast, mm -hmm. um, as well as uh, um, you know your other businesses that you're that that you're involved with. If people want to uh, get in touch with you, but what is the best way for somebody to get in touch with you? So I'm a very open person and a people person. All my clients have my cell phone numbers. They can reach out to me and. Um, I don't respond at times when people call me and I don't identify the number, but still I'm very open to even sharing my cell phone number, which is 408-582-2709, 408-582-2709. And I appreciate it. People just text me and say what it is about, and then I'm happy to call them back. So I'm just saying up front, I don't pick calls if I see unknown numbers or, or numbers I don't recognize. Mm -hmm. And uh, then... Other than that, people can go on, you know, my radio show website, which is uh, businessbythebay.live. Mm -hmm. And also, you, you know, there are other links, like, for example, for payroll, it's payrollvault.com slash 172. So there are multiple ways, and people can search me on LinkedIn, uh, Ajay Sani, um, A-J-A-Y. And if you search with payroll vault, I'll, I'll come up. So, And you're on the West Coast, AJ? Yes, I am in uh, San Francisco Bay Area. Right. Right. So um, I, I mentioned that because um, I often advise clients never to give their cell phone numbers because in, without knowing what what uh, uh, what time zone that you're in so that you're so that you're not getting, you know, uh, uh, not having people reach out to you, at, you know, at three o'clock in the morning. But at the, sa at the, at, at the same token, um, I, I I do appreciate that. And 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 we will have links of. Uh, associated so that that people can 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 reach you as well so um thank you so much it was uh, it was really a, it was really a pleasure having you on um i wish you continued success and and thank you for choosing to be a nurturer uh and and um and making a difference in people's lives through your knowledge and your willingness to learn and to, to be really a continuing always learner. Thank you so much, Mark, for having me. It was really a pleasure talking to you. Good talking with you. Take care. You've been listening to Inspiring Business with your host, Mark Bullock. Your positive comments, likes, and most importantly, your sharing of this show with others is greatly appreciated. Don't forget to subscribe to the Inspiring Business Podcast on whatever platform you prefer. You can catch prior episodes on videosocials.net and on YouTube, LinkedIn, Facebook, and all the major podcast platforms.